0: Hi, and welcome to another edition of State Champs W's Ready, Set, Cheer podcast, a weekly show dedicated to competitive cheer and dance in the Great Lakes states. My name is Antoinette Phelps, and Ready, Set, Cheer is presented by Lawrence Technological University. The Blue Devils cheer and dance teams are recruiting student athletes right now. Academic and athletic scholarships are available. You can recruit yourself by visiting ltuathletics.com.
1: I'm Sydney Cariel and Ready Set Cheer is also brought to you by the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. The Physical Therapy and Sports Medicine Pros with the Detroit Medical Center. Check out our wide variety of DMC Game Changers segments featuring tips on becoming a better, stronger and healthier athlete. You can find Game Changers on the State Champs Michigan Facebook page or YouTube channel well since last week it's been a busy week we've had here with a lot going on but fun of course always fun uh, we were actually State Champs W last Thursday was out at the Mac red meet in Eisenhower and Lance Cruz North one division one yeah was a good one there. they looked very strong mm-hmm. yeah and uh, since we were there you
0: can find the videos on our State Champs social media Twitter Instagram all the above yes and then the week before, we actually have a bunch of clips from the Richmond Cheer invite, and that was on January 7th. So if you haven't checked that out yet, everyone should really go see all of our social media pages, State Champs, WR our website, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We have... Addison, Anchor Bay, Richmond, and Carlson Clips. So Addison won for Division 4. They looked very strong. They had pretty much five or six girls out. um, And very sharp motions, really showcasing a lot of skills there. There There's really no hiding anyone in the back, anything like that, you know, when you have such a small squad. So I thought Addison looked great. Um, They were Division 4. Like I said, Anchor Bay won Division 1. And I really enjoyed watching them. I really liked their Round 3, their tumbling opener. Oh, gosh. Which was great. And and then Richmond, of course, we love Richmond. We've got Kelly on today. Um, they are three-time D3 state champs, and they have really cool transitions. And one thing I really love about them is their signature move of holding their heel stretch in round two for multiple counts. So they did that again, looked yes. very strong. And then we had Carlson, which they always come out strong to in D2. And um, they... I really enjoyed watching them. I really enjoyed their uniforms, which was... Oh, we love a good uniform. I know. I, I just loved watching that. I was like, oh, those are so cool, uh, especially in round two. And then their round one, to me, looked very strong, like very sharp motions, very strong, loud voices. So everyone looked great, but those were kind of the highlights from the Richmond one.
1: Yes, and then you touched on Anchor Bay a little bit. They also won first place at the MAC White Meet
0: at Utica Ford. So they're on a little bit of a roll yeah. here. Yeah, we got to keep our eye there on, on Anchor. Bay this year yes
1: we are joined here now by Richmond's head coach Kelly Mathis Kelly thank you so much for joining us today this Friday afternoon
2: oh you're very welcome I've been looking forward to it for a while now so have
1: we Um, so just to get started here what when did you start cheerleading how did you get into
2: coaching well cheerleading itself started when I was five Um, but coaching, I basically started coaching directly out of high school. I played um, college softball my freshman year um, of college and then started coaching cheerleading and have never stopped. So here we are 32 years later and I'm still doing it.
1: What drives that passion for cheerleading, if you don't mind us asking?
2: You know, it really is about the kids. I mean, it's every year, you know, when you get you have the longevity and you've been doing it for this long every year at the end of the year you reevaluate you know what do I have left in the tank can I still make a difference to kids and as long as that answer is yes then you go one more year and you just kind of take it that way and that's how it goes
1: yeah 32 years later
0: here we are <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep absolutely absolutely
0: so, I want to talk about Richmond and Notre Dame Prep a little bit. I know you go back and forth between those competitions, especially at states, and Richmond won in 2021, 2020, and 2019, I believe. Is that correct?
2: Right. Those were the last three.
0: The last three. And I also understand that you coached Beth Lockhart, who was the Notre Dame Prep, who is currently the Notre Dame Prep coach. So, tell us a little bit about that friendly rivalry between Richmond and NDP.
2: Well, you know, the thing is, is that um, I did coach Beth. I coached her at Lake Orion and she coached at Troy for a really long time and used to get those phone calls, you know, coach, can you come in and help? Can you answer this question or that question? And of course, you know, it was always yes. Um, Not gonna lie, when I knew she got the job at NDP, I was like, okay, we're gonna be in for a ride because she's a fantastic coach and there's no doubt about that i I mean no doubt about that at all she's built a fantastic program um you know it is a back and forth kind of thing but there are also a lot of other great teams that are out there um that you have to get past in order to get to that point so um but yeah i mean and we face them tomorrow for the first time this year so it'll be interesting to see what happens tomorrow along with some other great teams and Croslex and Portland and Flat Rock and Groceal. I can't remember all of them, but that's who we see tomorrow.
0: Okay. I did notice that I hadn't seen Notre and Prep yet. I hadn't seen any scores. I hadn't seen any competition clips. And I was wondering what about some of those other teams that you go up against. Do you also have Paw in your division, or is that a different division?
2: Paw is in our division, okay. um, but they are on the far west side of the state. And we used to see them occasionally during the year, Um, But I think with COVID and travel and weather bad, that neither one of us are really making that trek to the other side of the state. So basically, we don't see them until state finals.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: You know, the last couple of years, it's been, we've had so much going on, you know, especially with last season. If you could go back, what has been some of the most rewarding or most challenging parts of being a coach and cheer lately?
2: Well, you know, um, obviously we won in 2012 and 13 and then um in 14 i had surgery and so i really wasn't coaching all that much um i did come back but so then we kind of went through 14 was a down year and it was runner up runner up runner up runner up and every year you're banging your head up against the brick wall and the thing i always tell young coaches and new coaches that are coming in and by new i mean you know under 10 years you know and it's like they're always asking what do you do you have to change every single year you have to adjust to what's happening and last year was a prime example you know we got lucky in 2020 and covid hit right after the state finals but last year and everybody across the state obviously dealt with this day in and day out um So really, it's about how you teach your kids and the challenges that you have to face every single day. And really what ends up coming out of that are the life lessons that the kids learn. Yeah. And that is really the most important. Yeah, definitely. When you were
1: sidelined for that little time, what was it like for you not being able to be right there hands on with everything?
2: Oh, well, I wasn't in the gym, but I was definitely on the phone and text messages and videos getting sent. Um, My longtime assistant coach, she's been with me since she graduated in 2011. But remember, she graduated in 11, and this was 13, 14. So she kind of had to take the reins a little bit, and our other assistant at the time was her sister. So they were a great tag team. And we had a lot of communication back and forth. And, you know, it was a big rebuilding year for us. And we managed to make it through and do what we had to do. And then every year, it's just been a climb.
0: So let's talk about the Richmond competition that you recently hosted. So if you want to just walk us through how that went, we saw some clips, we were there and we posted some of that. So that was really great to watch. And then also what competitions are you excited about that are coming up for Richmond?
2: Okay. Well, the Richmond Invitational is always a big one for me personally. Um, You know, the kids are super excited about it. My parents are fantastic. I mean, literally, I know everybody says this, but I really do have the best village around me. But it's a big meat for me because I'm the one that's running it. Um, and I don't do a lot of coaching that day. And with COVID still being an issue and kind of climbing back up after Christmas break, we had teams every day that were dropping here and there. So it was a constant reworking of that kind of stuff. And then the day of the meet, we even had teams that couldn't come. So as far as the Invitational, my assistants really run the show as far as the team is concerned. I'm lucky if I get to see any little bit of warm up that day, um, but I do get to see them out on the floor and it was a great day. We had a lot of fantastic teams. I mean, there were teams that we had hoped that would be there, um, a lot of Division One teams that ended up having to drop out. but. It was a great day. Um, it's the first one back from Christmas break. So as far as my team, first and second round, I thought were great. Third round, eh, uh, you've seen the video. It was some struggles. Um, you know, definitely it's things that hit at practice all the time. And, you know, you, you're dealing with injuries and sick kids, and sometimes things happen. So you readjust from there. As far as competitions coming up, We had our first BWAC meet on Wednesday. So that was our first league meet. And um, we were super excited about that because it's always good to get that going. And obviously tomorrow is Stony Creek. That's always a big meet for us. Next week we're at Adams. That's another big week. But we take everything one, like literally one day at a time. So we were worried about Wednesday until Wednesday was over. So then yesterday and today we'll be worried about tomorrow
1: right i know you talked about it a little every year you guys are growing more and more but how do you develop these talented athletes into
2: some top teams well you know it's interesting because i've coached at every level i've done division one for a super long time in being in a division three school that is a small community you know we get a couple kids that do school of choice but really it's our kids that are born and raised right here in Richmond Um, I'm not gonna lie they don't come in as super talented athletes there's not all kinds of money for private lessons and it it just we're out basically in a farm community for a lot of it Um, but the kids and the parents are super committed to the program so they come in they buy into the system they buy into the culture and they do exactly what's asked of them Sometimes they might not like what they have to do or what their role may be in a particular year, but in the end, it always ends up growing into what they want and hope for.
0: Oh, yeah, awesome. Mm-hmm. Kelly, if there's one thing I hope you that want... makes sense. Yeah, oh, it absolutely yeah, does. If there's one thing you want everyone to know about Richmond, what would it be?
2: Um i would say do you mean richmond my team or your richmond team. the community your team my team mm-hmm. um it is a group of extremely hardworking, dedicated kids and like i said things don't come easy to them so i know that when you win three in a row that everybody starts to think you know Oh, it's just so easy for them and it's a piece of cake well no it really isn't the target on the back gets bigger and bigger and bigger and these kids have to handle a lot of pressure um, from being that you know it's not easy as a teenager and they just take it and they roll with it and they believe in what's right in front of them they trust the process they trust me they trust my assistants And they do exactly what's asked from them. Is everything perfect all the time? Nope. Everything is a journey. And they continue to work that journey and stay extremely focused on themselves.
0: I love that. Yeah. Well, Kelly, you're really building an awesome program there. They're very lucky to have you as a coach. Thank you so much.
1: Looking forward to seeing what you guys have in store this season for sure.
2: We're super excited about what we've put together. Um, You know, like I said, as the year goes on, you make some tweaks, you make some changes, you find out what works, what doesn't work. Um, But we're always trying to raise the bar. I mean, obviously we have to. So we're always trying to take it to the next level, a little bit here, a little bit there. So we're excited and I'm really excited about tomorrow and to see where things fall.
0: Yeah, we're very excited to watch Richmond this year. Thank you. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you,
1: Kelly.
2: Thanks for joining us. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you so much.
0: Nominations are being accepted now for this year's Detroit Athletic Club Foundation Male and Female Athlete of the Year Awards. Are you an elite athlete with good grades and a leader in your school or community? You could win a $5,000 college scholarship and be recognized as the Athlete of the Year. Six male and six female candidates will be nominated, but you can't be nominated unless you apply. Download the application today at DACathleteoftheyear.com.
1: And finally, the Goodman-Acker Law Firm. During the most difficult times of your life at Goodman-Acker, you work with the same attorney and team the entire length of your case. They fight for you, just like they would a member of their own family. Experienced, ethical, aggressive. Mention you heard about Goodman-Acker on State Champs, and they will provide you with a free assessment of your case. Goodman-Acker. Good decision? Call 1-800-TRUSTED. We thank all of our partners in supporting Ready, Set, Cheer. Well, another great interview this week. And I think one thing that resonated with me that uh, Kelly said was basically she wrapped up at the end. We heard her. They have homegrown athletes. Like these kids were born and raised in this town and grew up. In the program really and now as she was talking about holding that stunt for so long and the the younger girls the kiddos know that that's what they
0: have to look forward to in high school I, I thought that was great yeah she's a really great coach I, I was really excited to have her on this week yeah
1: and she touched on it a little bit but we do have some competitions coming up here in so yes.
0: what do we got okay so let's actually talk about dance so as we know this is a cheerleading and dance and pom program we of course talk about cheerleading the most because there's a lot of competitions a lot that goes along with cheerleading but we do have the Belleville annual winter wishes pom and dance competition so that is coming up on January 23rd so I just wanted to put that out there yeah we also have the pom pom dance finals and that will be in February oh good oh those are always great competitions to watch yeah it is very fun to watch those and then as far as cheerleading goes we have some competitions that we are watching that will be coming up this week on the 19th we have the okay gold number one which is at Forest Hills Eastern and then on January twentieth, we have the Troy Athens Middle School cheer invite, and this one was interesting to us because we believe we're going to have a middle school coach on next week. Yeah, so, it'll be good to hear her take on yes. all of this too, and for the middle schoolers go to yeah. see it. Yeah, and it's very competitive in middle school, even you know here in Michigan, but everywhere. So right. it's it's always fun to watch those younger kids do the competitions as well. Um, on January twenty first, we have Carlson. They're hosting the Pat Christensen Invitational. On January 22nd, the 19th Annual Wyandotte Invite. Also on January 22nd is the Adams Invitational, which is at Rochester Adams. That'll be a good one. Yes. 122 Red Wolves Cheer Invitational at Paw Paw. And also January 22nd, the Yellow Jacket Invite at Avondale. We got a big day on January 22nd. I know, it's a big one. Yes.
1: <laughs> we love it. Well, don't forget to go on our social media accounts and if you guys want to hear anything more from us, please let us know if there's anything that you want us to throw out there or talk
0: about. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, you can email us at at Cheer statechampsnetwork.com, and then as Sydney said, you can also message us on any of our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter pages as well. We're all over. Please reach yes. out. We can't look we can't wait to hear from you guys. That's yes. All right, have a great week.